Welcome to 15 with Christine. Justin Kraft, president and partner at Nallen Associates, is our special guest today. So let's get started. On 15 with Christine, we talk about all things business growth. But before we dive in, I want to let you know where you can find the live broadcast. I'll come to you live on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook. Hit the subscribe button and you won't miss an episode. My goal with 15 with Christine is to introduce you to people who can help you grow your business, help you grow your career. And I'm excited this week to talk with Justin Kraft, with Nellen Associates. Justin, welcome. Good morning, Christine. Good morning. You know, the first question I'd love to ask you is just to hear a little bit about your story, um, your your time at Nellen Associates, and what brought you to the point today where you're president and partner. Yeah, well, thank you. It, it really is awesome to be with you today and always enjoy your show and the update and how you're reaching out and, and helping others. And, you. you know, that's really where our... Uh, our story began. I had a, a gentleman that was a mentor that that invested in me uh, as, a, as a young guy in college. And uh, uh, his name was Gene Bartow. He was our athletic director. And uh, one day on campus, Coach Bartow actually uh, was checking in on me and asked me about my career and, and what I was going to do. And I was sharing with him where I was headed. He said, well, before you do that, I've got a guy you need to talk to. And that afternoon, I got back to my apartment, and I, uh, it was the old days. My uh, answering machine was was uh, flashing uh, <laughs> right at me, and I had a message from Charlie Nallen, uh, uh, the founder of Nallen and Associates Wealth Management here in Birmingham. Uh, I came and spent about an hour with him, and I knew that that was the kind of place, even at 22 years old, I knew that was the kind of place that, that I wanted to start my career. And 20, I guess... Uh, this month, 23 years later, I'm I'm still here. <laughs> wow. What stood out, you know, as you started to get to know Charlie, what really resonated with you? You know, the thing that was so interesting, I still remember to this day, uh, we all go through a ton of interviews as we're coming out of college and, mm-hmm. and over life. But I, we spent an hour and honestly, the 45 minutes of that hour, he talked about he asked about me. He cared about learning about me and yes. and w- what I was interested in. And maybe 15 minutes was spent on actually what the, the career is and the job is. Uh, he even said, look, if you want to come back, we'll talk more in depth about the career. But today I wanted to learn about you and I wanted you to get to know who we were. And that stood out because it was mm-hmm. so different than everything else. And that, that's what I really remember about Charlie and about that process. I love hearing that. You know, J- Justin, you mentioned to me earlier that over the years at Nallen Associates, you've grown from eight wealth managers to, to, to 20. Um, how have you intentionally developed your team over that time? Yeah, I, you know, Christine, it's a great question. And I would tell you, I would rather be lucky than good any day. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I, you know, that played a part. But I, I think 
the, the key to the success of Nallen, having been here in Birmingham for 43 years, mm -hmm. is 100% the people. Uh, and, and I really believe the old adage, surround yourself with good people and good things will happen. Mm -hmm. And we have, uh, Charlie was a great example of that. And, and we've done our best just not to mess that up and, and uh, not to get in the way of that. So we have really used our team to grow our team. Uh, because I've always learned that good people know other good people. And, and that's where we've tried to focus uh, uh, in growing our team is stay in our network and, and make sure that we lead with culture. I, I think today, more than ever, culture matters really above almost anything else because you can teach skill, but you've got to have the right culture and culture can manage for you. How, how do you define culture? You know, uh, culture to me is really uh, about people. There's a lot of definitions about it, but yes. I think I think culture, you can look at it two ways. Some would say culture comes top down, but I really believe it's bottom up. Mm -hmm. I think it is it is about building a framework of a team where people know that they have a voice, that they're valued, and that everyone is pulling in the same direction for a mm -hmm. common goal, uh, which for us here is is really to, is to serve our clients and to serve other people and, and uh, empower them. Yeah. Justin, I know that you are, are a Sandler alum. Yep. Um, do you mind if I ask, you know, how has the process of, of learning Sandler early in, in your career, it impacted, impacted you? Uh, Christine, I'm a huge fan and it made all the difference uh, for me. The first thing I could go into all the ins and outs, but really what it did is it changed my mindset. Okay. So in what way? I began to understand that uh, I had a process to follow yes. because sometimes you're just, uh, especially when you're, and everybody's in sales. I know people say, well, I don't want to be a salesman, but we're, we're all in sales one way or another. We're selling ourselves, we're selling our service, we're selling the organization we represent and yes. we're all buying. We're either deciding to work with someone or buy a product or we're not. So, so everyone's involved in that. And the first thing to realize is what is your process to help that person discover if this is going to be for them or not? And what is your process for introducing uh, how you can add value to, to their life or their business? And Sandler did that. It gave me a mindset uh, that was different and it helped with my confidence. And once you have that, the rest of it can fall into place. Confidence. I, I hear that a lot. Yeah. Um, thanks for sharing that. I, when it comes to educating your clients, um, you know, I read that especially after 2008, when there were so many changes, that's a real focus you took the firm in. What did that mean for, for your clients and what did they gain from that? Well, you know, I think the biggest thing that we took away and, and you know, you have to always be learning. And, and I know that's a cliche we hear a lot, but really things change, right? Yes. They don't stay stagnant. And, and so uh, we, have to, we have to be learning always. And one thing that I learned in 08 is uh, I realized we didn't know everything. I think there for a while you get comfortable and you begin yes. to, you, you, get, you get confident and things are going well and you almost get comfortable as John Maxwell says. And, yes. and sometimes you got to get comfortable at being uncomfortable. Uh, if you know what I mean. And I in do. 2008, we got very uncomfortable because we realized, hey, our our ideas didn't necessarily work the way that we thought that they would. And uh, mm -hmm. 
I always say it is uh, hope is a great thing in our faith, but hope is not a financial strategy. And too many people hope. Uh, here's what I mean by that. How many times, Christine, have you heard someone say, well, I hope my 401k goes up yes. or, or I hope this stock I bought works out. Right. And, and but what we wanted to bring to that equation and what we learned in 08 is there are specific strategies that we can use to help put the odds in our favor. Okay. So let's not let's don't have a financial strategy. Let's don't have a business plan or a business model that's based on hope. Let's bring a true strategy that's time tested and data driven to the equation so that we can put the odds in our favor. You know, as a as someone who, you know, is, is a client in the financial services industry, do you mind if I ask you a detailed question? Sure. You know, because sometimes what you do as, as an expert can be um, it can be hard for people like me, a business owner, to understand in your education process, how do you help make that clear, um, you know, without murkiness? Because I, I love the content you share on LinkedIn, how you share about what you do. And, and I just want to ask that question because I think there's probably a lot of other people like me who have that same question. Yeah, well, it's a great question. And uh, the first thing you have to realize, uh, and Christine, you talk about this all the time, there's not a one size fits all. Right. So okay. it's is the first step is really understand trying to understand what your what the client you're serving is trying to accomplish. Okay. And and if they don't know, maybe you can help them discover that together because yes. it's everyone's different. Is it, you know, it may be security, it may be growth, it may be uh, protecting a nest egg. There are so yeah. many different. Uh, there's so many different uh, options out there. And so the first thing is understanding where are we trying to go? And uh, my old mentor, Nelson Nash, used to say, once you, once you understand the problem and know where you need to go, the solution really becomes pretty simple. And so then it's just a matter of, okay, here are the options that fit where you're, where you're trying to go. And here's how we can work with you. And everybody is educated at a different level. So I, mm -hmm. I think meeting people where they are, Christine, is so important. Uh, some people want to get into the nuts and bolts of it. Yes. But some really want a high level and, and, and are conceptual. So trying to through your discovery process and Sandler is is fantastic at that. Yes. It helps you discover, uh, you know, where where are they on that paradigm? Where do they want to go and how can you communicate effectively with them? Yes. So you can make it about them. Always. Absolutely. Yes. Um, that That's powerful. Um, I'd, I'd like to go in another direction because I see I see your UAB jersey behind you there uh, yeah. in your office. <laughs> That's right. Just would love to ask you about your involvement in UAB athletics. You know, it is so exciting to see UAB playing in the new protective stadium. Um, just would love to hear about your involvement there and and how you've been a part of all these you know really great changes for Birmingham. Well, I'm I'm so glad you asked about it because as a as a Birmingham resident and as a, as a business owner here, what is taking place is so great for our community. And, yes. and, and I think people are really beginning to see that, you know, uh, it's about a lot more than sports, although that's so mm -hmm. fun. And that stadium is I, honestly, and I say this, uh, um, I, I have a little bit of pride in it, but I say <laughs> this, that stadium is one of the nicest in the country for its size. Yes. Uh, if you haven't been there, you really need to check it out. It is it is a trophy for our Birmingham metro area. 
but UAB um, is where, where I graduated, got my degree, met my yes. wife and some of my best friends and, and my, my career came from there. And, and, you know, back in 2014, we went through a pretty difficult time as a university. Uh, mm-hmm. The president decided to cut the football program. And at the time, I happened to uh, uh, be really involved in the alumni. And uh, um, as that was brought to us, there were there was some uh, there were some studies that were referenced that that had some financial data. And I just honestly, Christine, I just didn't think it was accurate. I'm in that mm-hmm. business. And yes. And and so we pushed back a little bit on that. And thankfully, the leadership listened and commissioned a second study. And we began to uh, do some fundraising to show that really it's about, in my mind, it was about vision and leadership. And we didn't understand that the number one driver to undergraduate growth at any university and to alumni pride uh good or bad is, is a strong athletic presence because it's part of the brand. Uh, the university of Alabama is a great example and we should invest in that. And if we do that, the university will grow and thrive and it will have, there'll be more uh, PR opportunities. The exposure will grow. And all of a sudden the enrollment just really began to go through the roof. And uh, we commissioned a study and I want all your listeners to hear this. I think it's important for Birmingham for every thousand undergraduate students at UAB in Birmingham, it has a $20 million economic impact. Wow. So again, every thousand undergraduates, a 20 million economic impact. So one of the number one drivers of that is strong athletics. So we phrased it as this is an investment in our community. And if you look at it from 2014 to today, I think the undergraduate growth is up about 5,000. So it's made a big difference in the community. It's impressive. And I'm just so glad you pushed back. (laughs) Well, it it was a lot lot of really good And championed the facts. Yeah, a lot of good people. Uh, I've never seen Birmingham come together and be so united in, in a cause. I mean, that stadium was the city, the county, the state, yes. UAB, the business community. A lot of people that couldn't agree that the sky is blue all came together behind yes. the data and behind the facts and the vision of what it could be. Well, and let's hope that that continues as Birmingham continues to grow, because this, this is a great place to live, raise a family, start a business. Wonderful place. I, it's a hidden secret. I agree. I agree. Well, Justin, thanks so much for joining us today. If um, you know, if, if you're listening and you'd like to learn more about Nowlin and Associates, you can go to www.nowlinwm.com or you can reach them on 205-871-9993. They have a fantastic team that'll be ready to talk with you. Um, Justin, thanks so much for joining us. Um, viewers, really appreciate you listening in. Um, Join us two weeks from today on November 11th when we hear from TJ Vignell with Royal Bedding Manufacturing. He's going to share about their success manufacturing their American-made product right here in Pelham, Alabama. Look forward to seeing you then. 